And we're back, Stripe Show Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Middle December, you know what that means. PXG College Golf Showcase, a really cool event that airs on Golf Channel December 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Yours truly. I was part of the team walking the fairways with the collegiate players, with the celebrities. And one of those celebrities... He joins me now here on the Stripe Show podcast to give you a little sneak peek at how the festivities went down and a little bit about his golf game. He's the one and only Rob Riggle on number one for this college showcase. And someone asked you the question, were you were you nervous? Just explain to the audience as an amateur. And there weren't a lot of people there, but, you know, this is a big event. I mean, was your heart beating a little bit on number one tee? Always, always, even if there's a small gallery, you know, and we had a lot of people. I mean, there was, there was, uh, I didn't want to say a lot of people, not a massive gallery, but between the camera crews, between, uh, you know, eight players uh, and caddies, you know, there's, there's a, there's a footprint and Mm -hmm. uh, you always, you always want to do your best. Nobody goes out there to look silly. So you, you, you always want to put your best foot forward, but I always have to remind myself, I'm not a professional golfer. So, right. so I forget, I forgive myself when I make mistakes. Cause I, you know, I am an amateur. I, there's times when I have great focus There's times when I, I hit it pure. And then there's times when I lose focus and I, I get out of sync and I chunk one or I duff it, or I, you know, I, I, I lose the touch and that's because I, I don't spend every day out there. You know, mm-hmm. if I play five times a month, I consider it an awesome month. So, um, so yeah, yeah, you have to forgive yourself and, you know, the competitive nature everybody has and, and the, the desire to do well, you get mad at yourself. Uh, but I, I've tried to learn over the past couple of years when I play in tournaments and stuff to, to just breathe, relax and understand that no one really cares about my golf game. I, like if they want to see, if they want to see, if they want to see good golf, they'll go to a PGA event. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so true though. You know, it's like, you have the right attitude about it in, in that you know, like you go in, you have fun, you hoop it up a little bit and um, you know, there's going to be some good and there's going to be some bad, but uh, and that's the case for everybody. And I want to set the teams up here for the audience. And again, it's the college golf showcase. It, it comes on December 16th, 7 PM on golf channel. And there's two teams here. So there's team uh, Semper Fi and there's okay. team Rubicon, both as part of, the Bob and Renee foundation, um, Bob Parsons, the owner of PXG responsible for putting this event on. And, and both of these, uh, beneficiaries are a big part of the military and, and given back. And you were on, let's see, you were on team Semper Fi. Yeah. The Semper Fi uh, fund. Yep. The yeah, Semper Fi fund. fund. And you were with, uh, Darius Rucker. He was the, uh, the other celebrity and Darius yes. was, uh, Darius takes his golf a little serious. Like he, you know, he wants to go out and perform, you know, and he's, he had his little stick up on the range, working on the swing shape. And he, he was grinding that the two kids that you had on your team, um, you had Trevor Rubelo from Arizona and, fantastic. uh, and, yep. And, uh, and Mac Meisner from SMU. When you look at those two kids on your team, what stood out the most with their game for you? Just the, the effortless, what appeared to be effortless golf. Um, you know, pure swings, natural. Uh, they had this unbelievable laser focus um, and, and well-rounded games, you know, touch around the green, a feel for their putters, but yet could, you know, come 330 off the tee, 
if they wanted. Um, they they could shape their shots. They just had a command of the game at such a young age, and it all felt so effortless because mm. they had a big smile on their face. They seemed to be enjoying themselves. You know, they weren't wrapped around the axle. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. They just seemed uh, effortless uh, to be that good. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, it made me it made, it made me jealous because I was like, gosh, to be that relaxed, to be that confident, to have that much skill uh, on the course, and yet to just be enjoying it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a blessing! Because you know, you hear about. It. I talk. I talk to professional golfers, and 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 re- golfers that have retired. And some of them have lost the joy for the game because they're like, you don't know what it's like to every day go out to the putting green and every day go out and chip, you know, 15 bucket of balls. And, and that's what you got to do. And, and, and they wiped out their love of it. And yet these young, uh, young college golfers, I'm sure they, they grind and work hard, but they still have a big smile on their face and seem to be enjoying the game, which I'm really happy for him. Yeah. So you were team Semper Fi fun and then against team yeah. Rubicon. And yeah, which also I've, I do, I've done a lot of work for team Rubicon as well yeah. because I love their, I love their mission. I mm-hmm. think they do a wonderful thing and their team was great. They had a kid from Oklahoma and an Oklahoma state player. Uh, I forget their names right now off the top of my head, but they're great kids. I call them kids cause I'm old. They're, <laughs> they're men. They're, they're young men. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they had uh, Jerome Bettis, the bus mm-hmm. uh, uh, from the Steelers, and they had Brian Erlacher, uh, obviously a Hall of Fame middle linebacker for the Bears. Um, and both those guys are single-digit handicaps. Yeah. And, and Darius Rucker, I believe, is a single-digit. Um, and I am more like a 10 to 11 handicap. Um, so... So, you know, I think, I think they probably on paper had a little bit of an edge on us, but, yeah. uh, but, but, but that's why you play the games because you never know what's going to happen. That's exactly right. And we did play the game and, uh, yeah. it was very competitive. And like I mentioned, you threw some natural birdies at him. I mean, yeah. it was like, damn, is that the same guy that just hit that three one on the last <laughs> hole? Right. <laughs> now yeah. you mentioned Bettis. You mentioned her locker. The two kids, yeah. uh, Austin Eck wrote, um, oh, yeah. from, uh, Oklahoma state and then Oklahoma Garrett right. reband from OU and, and Austin just played Mayakoba on, on tour and finished T 12th. He finished 12th wow. on the PGA that's tour event the next week. Um, so that's the kind of caliber player that's in this event. These four kids, college kids, um, are in the top 10, the PGA tour university initiative, which was very much a part of this and bringing those kids matching up with the celebrities. And here's, here's where there's two things that really stood out for me. One is everybody contributed everybody in this event. So when you watch this, you're going to see every single player, not just these stud collegiate players, but these celebrities hit a number of really good shots. I mean, I talked about some of your play already, Darius, um, hit a lot of good shots. I was blown away by Jerome Bettis's hands and short game. I mean, this guy, I'm just like, dang, like, yeah, you know, just these little finesse shots and Erlocker just power fade off the tee. So it was fun to see that, but I really enjoyed the format that yeah. every hole they had to use one of the celebrity shots, which really put a twist on this thing. I got to tell you. Um, yeah, it was, it was nice. I thought it really, it leveled out the competition and, yeah. And it, and it made you get a little more strategic in your thinking uh, as a team. Like, how are we going to do this? And 
we need to set ourselves up because we got to use one of our shots. So we're better if we do take this drive as opposed to that drive, which may have more distance. But, you know, so there there was a lot of discussion and talking and strategy, which was kind of fun mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm, I'm, by the way, going back to what you were saying earlier, I'm with you. I thought Jerome Vettis played lights out as far as, you know, all, all the celebrities. He, for, I, I just felt like he was hitting shots. He was making shots all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's your, yeah, I agree. He did. And and then on your team, like Mac Meisner, you know, he's hitting the sling and draw out there and he had two hole in ones over three days. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's just amazing. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. And he kind of, you know, he kind of got it going. And then in the middle portion, Trevor from Arizona just started hitting some shots. Like, yeah, uh, we're standing in the fairway on one hole. And I hope this is on video. He goes, he's with his caddy, the coach. Mm-hmm. And they're 300 yards from the green. And he goes, yeah, I, I don't think I can hit three wood. And I'm thinking, well, there's, you know, there's kind of a huge mound there. Maybe he wants to play back. He goes, I think that's too much. <laughs> and I sat there and I was like, and now granted the ball was running and you're in the desert, but yeah. I mean, he literally looked at his cat. He's like, I think it's too much. And sure enough, he backs off of it and goes to the hybrid and hits it on the green. I just like, yeah. What in the world just happened there? Like that yeah. is that is incredible, um, incredible power. So you know it's very competitive. And I can what we can share here is that there were fireworks, competitive fireworks all the way up to the last putt on the 18th holes. It was it was really well played. It was really well put together. Um, what what you know if I, but I think that's I think that's what that's what makes I think that's what makes for uh, a great competition. If it has to go down to the 18th hole you know you're in a good competition. Mm-hmm. You know you're in a good match. Uh, the ham and egging was so good between both teams. And then, you know, there was no there was no give. There was great carryovers. You know, you'd think you'd have a hole locked up and then someone would make a killer shot and you you would push, uh, you know, and then it goes, if it, if it goes down to the last putt on the 18th hole, you know you got something fun and special to watch. Let me ask you a couple of rapid fire questions about golf. Yeah. Favorite club in your bag? Favorite club in my bag? Seven iron. I mean, that's everybody, right? Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It is. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like tin cup. I feel like tin cup. If if forced to play around with one club, it'd have to be the seven, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm just thinking, recalling here couple of these parts I, I think a seven was a club of choice so that makes sense what, what's the worst part what's the what's your least favorite club least favorite yeah say it's 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 very specific <laughs> 60 degree off a tight line oh yeah yeah that's you know, a guaranteed that's a guaranteed blade hot runner coming hot <laughs> or a chunk or a chunk or a big fat chunk in a roll one inch what feels so, worse like hitting a f- like six inches behind it leading edge gets caught in the ground ball goes like four feet or just i mean bellying it right in the center of the ball i i would I, psychologically i would take the blade over the chunk any day okay the chunk it, it, it makes you want to quit the game <laughs> it does. The, the blade the blade you can kind of live with you can you, know, you can get over it uh the chunk it, it really you want to leave the club sticking in the ground and just walk off the course. Do you, do you like listening to music when you play golf? Yes. If, if the atmosphere is right, if, if everybody's up for it, 
if it's not necessarily a tournament with a gallery and stuff, but you know, if you're out there with your friends, yeah, music yeah. always makes things better. Yeah. What 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 annoys you the most about your golf game? Um, inconsistency of uh, feel on the putter on the putting green. Uh, sometimes I, I'm in the groove. I've got I've got my distances down. I feel I just feel it better. And then and and my mechanics are, you know, they are what they are. Um, I'm sure someone could work with me for a couple of days, but. Uh, some days I can, I have a real feel for things. And some days I'm way short, way long. I can't dial it in. And so the inconsistency of that, it just, it's just, it haunts me. It's, it's, it's difficult the feel and how it can feel different each day. I was talking with Darius and he told me the story. He goes, I went out and shot 75 a week ago. I felt great. And the next day I was doing everything the same and I couldn't find it. Like I couldn't find it. And I'll tell you, I just got back from an event. At Old Memorial in Tampa, and let me let me tell you something. I played some bad golf. Like, yeah, like I don't play a lot, um, but I just I played awful. I mean, for I, I just I felt like I, I hadn't played golf in like a year. I mean, I chunked it. I bladed one. I mean, I just couldn't. I just couldn't get it together. And uh, you know, four days before that, I played pretty good. Went to a skins game, made some birdies, this and that. I mean, geez, it was like what am I doing right now out here? This is what I do. You think I could fix it. Right. And I'm, yeah. it, but it's, it's just hard. Like that feel is so different and it's, it's such a fine line. Um, you know, time in and time out. I want to talk a little bit about your, um, your acting career. I mean, you've done so many things, Rob, people know you from just absolutely epic shows, the hangover, um, 21 and 22 jump street, step brothers, Talligate nights, Holy moly. Um, you got any uh, anybody come to mind on on those casts that uh, can play a little bit of golf that you've uh, that you've been with? You know, um, it's interesting. Well, I, I did Dumb and Dumber too, also. Yep. And um, Jeff Daniels uh, loved golf, and the Fairley brothers loved golf. So we used to sneak out on the weekends when we weren't filming mm. around Atlanta because we filmed in Atlanta. And the four of us would play golf, and it was so much fun. Uh, those guys are, are great golfers. They love the game. I love it. Um, and it was always a good stress reliever. And Atlanta's got a lot of great courses. So, so yeah, I played a lot of golf with those guys. Most, most of the other times, I'd end up playing by myself. Not many other guys wanted to golf, or we were in a place that didn't, didn't do much golf. I remember filming up in Vancouver uh, on a movie. It was a drip dramatic movie actually um called uh midnight sun mm. and i would go out i, I talked the uh the gm out there the, the pro out there at the vancouver country club to let me come play and uh it was so beautiful that i played with a couple members but there were deer all over mm -hmm. you know the uh fairways and and uh they said be careful for bears i thought oh this is an adventure <laughs> so um so I, I do try to, you know, I'll, 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 if I'm going to be in a place long enough and the weather's right, I'll take my sticks with me and, you know, on my days off, I'll try to get out and play a little bit. But uh, yeah, if anybody's up for golf, I'm, uh, I'm always up for it. See, like you go back to what we were talking about earlier, that the three adjustments that I mentioned to you um, uh -huh. with the grip and getting tilted and getting that face more shut at the top, like mm -hmm. I guarantee you, that's 15 yards minimum 
probably more than that with the driver once you start hitting it from the inside. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I've got this platform. I'm going to send you the three specific videos, exactly how to do each one. And you're going nice. to, you're going to implement that. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to hit pulls. Okay. Cause you're going to kind of swing over it. Your path is still going to the left. Cause you think the face, so, and you're just going to hit pulls and you'd be like, okay, great. Now he's got me pulling it. Right. Yeah. But what's going to happen is you're going to be like, I get, I'm going to get tired of pulling it. So you're going to be like, you know what? I think I'm going to aim a little more to the right and try to swing a little more out to the right and, and, and get the ball to start more right. And then that ball is going to start turning over and you're going to hit a push draw, which is going to give you that distance. And then you're going to want to play a whole lot more golf once that starts happening because it'll be contagious from there. Less open face and path to the left, more closed and from the inside. And that's actually what Darius is working on. He's got the face shut. He's trying to hit it from the inside. Erlocker, as you'll see, he kind of tends to get the face open and he hits that little pull fade, right? And then yeah. the bus, interesting, has the face shut at the top and then hits that pull fade. You see more players on tour with that face more shut at the top versus open, which leads me to this question to you. When you watch the PGA Tour, what uh, what names stand out for you? You got anybody that uh, you, you find yourself pulling more pulling more for than others? Yeah, I, I mean, I uh, obviously I'm a fan of anybody who plays at that level. Sincerely, uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for all of them. Uh, basically, just name our Ryder Cup team, and that's who I'm rooting for. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jordan Spieth. I've always loved his style, his uh, his maturity for his age. Um, he's, you know, I, I love, I love all the, 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 the new, new band of brothers, the, the new, the newbies, uh, and I call them newbies, but they're the young guns, I guess the Ricky yeah. Fowlers, the Justin Thomas, the, um, uh, Brooks yeah. Kepka, Matthew um, Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. I love, yes. Yeah. You know, and that orthodox swing and, mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think, uh, those guys, I really enjoy watching them. Um, and, and uh, Jason, um, uh, the Australian, I'm yeah, Jason his last Day, name right yep. mm -hmm. Day, Jason Day. I love his attitude, you know, yeah. like to me, it's the guys that, uh, come out there and play with a smile mm -hmm. and a sense, a sense of gratitude, um, and respect for, for each other and for the game. Uh, those are the guys that I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I just enjoy them. I enjoy watching them. Is it kind of, is it, is it kind of irritating? I mean, cause you're like people, they know you, I mean, you're a comedian, you're one of the best at it in the world and you're out there playing golf and making people laugh and smile. I mean, that's what you do. And does it annoy you when you watch a professional just kind of like, you know, that straight face, no smile, monotone, like dude, like, come on, you know, like I think back to a couple of weeks ago, me Agrio was leading the tournament and he's yeah. like three under on Saturday and he's playing great. And he's like, I mean, literally, I mean, it looks like he's lost every golf ball in his back. I mean, like, come right. on, man. Like you, you, at some point you got to enjoy this a little bit. It kind of bothers me. Mm -hmm. I follow it closely and I don't mind calling it out. Just like, man, you got to show a little bit of, uh, a little bit of excitement out there. And there's plenty of it that uh, in this event here, uh, PXG college golf showcase, it's going to be Wednesday on golf channel, 7 PM Eastern Rob Riggle, part of that. 
hits a, a number of great shots as the other three celebrities did. And of course the top four, um, four of the top uh, collegiate players uh, in the game. I want to finish up here about your military career. Um, you know, I, I don't think, do you find that most people know how long that you were um, in the military? You joined the Marine Corps in 1990, right? At the age of 19, rode through the ranks, mm-hmm. various countries, um, and 23 years of total service. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah, for I that. did. Uh, no, no problem. I mean, please thank you. Thank, uh, thank everybody who served. It's, it's such an honor to be able to uh, serve this country. Um, and, and I was very fortunate, you know, uh, that I had the, the privilege to, to be a Marine and, and lead Marines. And, um, yeah, that's one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life uh, or with my life is uh, service to this country. I think, I think if you have the ability, uh, to serve this country, it doesn't have to be in the military, but if you have the ability to give back, you should give back. This is, mm-hmm. this is your home. Uh, it's our collective home, you know, um, and we need to take care of it. So I'm not saying everybody's cut out for military service or that's what even, even what they want to do, but there's all kinds of ways that you can serve your country, your community, your state, whatever, uh, something bigger than yourself. Um, I think people should do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have the, if you have the ability, whatever that ability is, uh, you should try to give back a little bit because this is your home yeah. and uh, you, you know, you got to take care of it. Yes. Well said. And, um, 2020 is almost over, Rob. We only got two more weeks, which, uh, thank God. I mean, <laughs> we've got to get this thing to the finish line and into 2021 final rapid fire questions. You ready? A little hot seat. Fire. Here. here we go. Fire Favorite away. golf course you've ever played. Oh God. Why you hit me with that? Pebble beach. Okay. I guess off the top of my head. Yeah. Pebble Beach is awful tough. That's that's very. Um, have you ever played TPC Sawgrass? You ever been to Ponte Vedra? Never, never played it. I'm gonna have to come here. Who's gonna never win the it. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? I also liked Aaron Hills. I also liked Sage Valley. I mean, I could go down a list of places that I love. Uh, Edgewater and Tahoe. Yes. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Browns Buffalo Club up in Idaho. There's all there's all Ooh. kinds of great 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 golf courses out there, uh, but. You know, you hit me with that one. Uh, you know, I got to, I mean, that's, I got to land on Pe- Pebble Beach because yeah. it's, it is, it's iconic. And then when you're out there and the water's crashing, the ocean, and then the, it, it rises into these beautiful, majestic mountains, and you have all that greenery and you're playing along the ocean front. And it's just, you know, you, you remember all the U.S. Opens and all the mm-hmm. great courses. And it's, it's so majestic. I, now, I haven't played Augusta. If I play Augusta, that might change, but. Yeah. Uh, right now it's Pebble. And this Scottsdale National, the course that you guys played, was uh, oh, that's was, amazing. That's was. another beauty. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I love that. Really, really Absolutely a cool place. Love that. Who, yeah, who, I'm, I'm uh, hoping to get back there. As soon who, as I who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. LeBron. And that's going to prob- probably for the next four years. By yeah, way. that's your Just team that too, out. right? Oh yeah, it's been my team since I was five years old. I grew up in Kansas City. Uh, so I, my, my first chiefs game, I was five years old. Uh, I've been waiting my whole life. Finally, last year they won the super bowl. Yeah. I waited, you know, they, they, they had won a super bowl in my lifetime. So I was thrilled. Yeah. Uh, beyond thrilled. They might be better this year. I look, I hope so. Your, yeah. your, your, your word lips to God's ears. You, uh, I miss you on Fox though. The pregame. 
Oh, I love doing that, by the way. I, 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 did, just... I did it for eight I did it for eight years and had a blast doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I, I, you know, I, I would do it again, but you know, this COVID thing, uh, I think they, they wanted to make some changes and, and, you know, like Jimmy, uh, uh, not Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. uh, he was, he was the first guy to do it. He did it for about seven years. And then Frank Caliendo came on, he did it for nine years. And, and then I, I did it for eight years. And I think that's about the lifespan you know, yep. of, of the resident comedian. And so, you know, it was, my contract was up. The chiefs won the super bowl. I was good. Yeah. LeBron or MJ. I I grew up in the MJ era. Yeah. Um, so that's the debate that will go on. I have tremendous respect for LeBron. He's obviously uh, just a, a machine uh, and, and unquestionably one of the greatest players to ever play the game. But I, I also, I remember, I remember growing up and watching MJ and yeah. he, he seemed like not a pun, but he seemed like a quantum leap in, in ability compared yeah. to everybody on the floor. And, and I mean, defensively, offensively, uh, competitive nature, um, the ability to take a franchise and lift it single-handedly up and put it onto another level. Uh, and of course, then the supporting cast rose to, you know, to meet him. Uh, but you know, for a long time, he shouldered, a lot of that weight and i don't know i just i came from his era yeah so probably mj yeah yeah i'm with you on that one too that usually see me come up in that era it's like that the tip goes to mj he was more skilled for sure um offensively and in such a good defensive player but uh what what was what give me one of your favorite movies just curious favorite movie yeah one uh, of your like what do you really enjoy well I, again i'm a i'm a child of the 80s so all 80s comedies <laughs> Uh, Caddyshack, Caddyshack, Stripes, Ghostbusters. But I think my favorite movie is True Romance. Okay. Wow. Favorite scented candle. Oh, (laughs) wow. You know, vanilla, you can't go wrong with vanilla, but I'll tell you what, something Christmassy right now, you got me in the Christmas mood. So evergreen or cinnamon or something like that, that makes the whole house smell like Christmas. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm into right now. Well, it's the Christmas time and, um, you know, Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. It was, it was great to get to know you out there. And it was, it was a, uh, it was a great event. I really hope people tune in, um, PXG college golf showcase. It's going to be on Wednesday, December 16th, 7 PM. And, uh, Rob Riggle was one of the celebrities and, um, you guys put on a great show. It was, uh, it was really a lot of fun. And, um, I can't thank you enough for coming on the Stripe Show podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It was a pleasure meeting you, and uh, I hope people uh, tune in tomorrow night uh, or or whenever this airs. I don't know, but it's December 16th. I yep. hope they tune in to watch the uh, the college uh, golf showcase. Yep, and I'm going to send you these videos now, okay? Three, grip. Please. Spine. I'm, I'm excited. In, I'm a, in this left wrist at the top. And then you're going right. to you're gonna pull it, you're going to pull it, and then you're going to get tired of pulling it, but you can't change any of those three, so you just got to start swinging that path more out to the right. So I'll give you that video, too. I can't wait. (laughs) All right, Rob, thank you so much and uh, happy holidays. Thanks, man. Happy holidays to you. All right. Let's take a second to talk about the guys and girls over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation of having the most cutting edge technology in their golf balls that the industry has seen in quite some time. Their team, 
in Buffalo, New York, is changing the script of golf technology through the perimeter-weighted designs. Use of high-density particles and even a nano-transitional layer in their latest creation, which offers players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course and extreme velocity off the tee. They already have their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, but the new Vero X1 is the highest-performance ball to date with their full suit of golf balls. They are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com slash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. 